Hello and welcome to another episode. This is the third installment of Facts That Aren't True. I got about 15 untrue facts to unpack for you today and maybe talk about a few extra things along with them. Enjoy. First up is the idea that swans mate for life. Swans will pair for a while, but not necessarily for life. The idea of mating for life is kind of a common thing with birds, but it's not really true. There are birds that will pair for life and they will raise young together, but cheating is very common in bird species. So two birds may stay together, but the male or the female will go out. And when it's has been studied in nature, we find that a lot of bird parents are raising the chicks from another father. Next up is the taste regions of the tongue. So you've seen the taste bud map before, the sweet, sour, bitter, salty, and meaty regions. Yeah, there's really nothing to that. We can taste any kind of taste in any part of the tongue. Now what is true is there are parts of the tongue where the taste receptors are more concentrated, but that would just make it so you taste any kind of flavor more intensely. And the part of our tongue where taste buds are more concentrated or most sensitive is the side of your tongue, which kind of makes sense if you understand how taste works. For taste and smell, your body can't detect that unless the chemicals are actually wet. And so the side of your tongue is where we are chewing food and it's where there's a lot of saliva. And so that is where you get the most taste. Next is the idea of the dark side of the moon. At any time, the moon is half illuminated by the sun, except during a lunar eclipse. Now, we always see the same side of the moon, and that's because the moon is tidally locked to Earth. It's kind of the same as if you lock hands with somebody and you both spin around. You are both indeed rotating, but because you're locked to each other, you always see the same side of them. The so-called dark side of the moon is really the far side of the moon, what we don't see, but that does see sunlight during what we call a new moon that is fully illuminated. Next up is the idea that you shouldn't wake sleepwalkers. There just really isn't any evidence or good argument that it's more unsafe to let somebody walk around basically blind than to wake them up, even if it is going to be a little bit disturbing for them. Next up, we have another bird fact. So you've probably heard that you shouldn't touch a baby bird that's left on the ground because the mother will abandon it. Yeah, there's nothing to back that up and birds actually do not have a very great sense of smell. Bonus fun fact, us and chimpanzees share most genes. We're very closely related. It turns out about half of the genes that chimps have that we don't have have to deal with smell. Bonus, bonus fun fact, our sense of smell is the strongest eliciter of memories. Next up is the idea that the Coriolis effect makes water spin in toilets in the Southern Hemisphere in the opposite direction they do here. This is actually the beginning to the plot of a really great Simpsons episode where Bart makes a $900 collect call to Australia and then he has to go to Australia and apologize and he ends up just mooning the Prime Minister instead. But the Coriolis effect does not work. It does not happen in small bodies of water like toilets. The Coriolis effect makes water circulate in oceans 
because of the differences in speed between Earth spinning at its equator and then farther away. But like I said, you need huge surface areas for this effect to take place, and it's not going to happen in a toilet. Next up is the claim that hair and nails grow after we die. They really don't. Now, when you die, some parts of your body stay alive briefly. The, the cell activity is still going, but definitely not long enough to let hair or nails grow. What this probably comes from is when people would observe bodies that have been dead for a little while, the body does dry out, and so the fingers get sort of shrunken down against the bone, but the nails don't have hardly any moisture in them, so those stay the same size, and it makes them look larger. And then in the face, you can imagine if the face got shrunken in, that could make stubble that's in the face stick out more. You may have noticed if you shave your legs that when it's cold, your hair seems to stick out more than when you're hot. When you're in the shower and you shave your legs, your skin is hot and you're absorbing a lot of moisture, so our our skin puffs up just a tiny bit, but then when you cool down, the skin contracts, but the hair does not. Next up is the Sahara Desert is the largest desert in the world. This is false. Antarctica is the largest desert in the world. In fact, the Sahara is the third largest desert in the world. I always thought it was the second. Now it is the largest hot desert, but technically, the Arctic region is classified also as a desert, and it virtually never snows there, and that is the second largest desert in the world. Next up is the North Star is the brightest star. I ask my students this every year, and they always think that the North Star is the brightest. I think it's because it's one of the only stars that we actually know the name of. Uh, funny enough, the North Star's real name is Polaris. But the actual brightest star in the sky is Sirius. But I'm going to go on quite a long rant here. Because while Sirius is the brightest star, it hasn't always been the brightest star. Seven and a half thousand years ago, a star in the Milky Way went supernova. Six and a half thousand years later, that light finally reached Earth. The star was many light years away from us. So the year was 1054, and the date, funny enough, was the 4th of July. Today, you can't see the light from this explosion with the naked eye anymore, but in 1054, the light was so intense that it shone significantly brighter than the planet Venus, which is the brightest thing in the night sky other than the moon. In fact, Chinese astronomers, their records indicate that this supernova was visible during the daytime for 23 consecutive days and then could be seen with the naked eye for 642 days. Today we can see what's left of the supernova. Um, it's a so-called supernova remnant, and we call it the Crab Nebula. Look it up on Google because it looks really awesome. You'll see that there's an intense glow within the nebula, and that comes from a spinning pulsar that is in the middle. A pulsar is just a spinning neutron star, and a neutron star is what's left of the core of certain gigantic stars after they collapse inward and then explode in a supernova explosion. The rest of the star gets ejected and forms most of the stuff that you see in the photos of the nebula. But that probably wasn't the brightest supernova humans have ever seen. That was almost certainly supernova 1006. So the name is SN1006. SN just stands for supernova and 1006 was the year. 
we think it occurred around the 1st of May in that year. So SN1006 was about 500 light years farther away than SN1054 and the Crab Nebula, but it was four times brighter when viewed from Earth. So it appeared four times brighter from where we are, but brightness is measured on a scale called apparent magnitude. So the sun is the brightest thing we can see from Earth, and so it has the greatest apparent magnitude. The next brightest object is the full moon and then Venus. SN1006 was 16 times brighter than Venus as viewed from Earth. When we look at its remnant today, scientists can't find evidence of a neutron star or any companion star. So this has led astronomers to suspect that that supernova was maybe the result of two white dwarf stars colliding with each other, which is a unique type of 1A supernova. Next is the claim that dog mouths are cleaner than human mouths. So this confusion stems from studies that indicate that dogs have fewer types of bacteria in their mouth than we do, but that by no means means that they are cleaner. You can get necrotizing fasciitis from dog bites. You may be able to get that from humans. I'm not 100% sure, but there's really no reason to assume that a dog mouth or a dog bite is less harmful than a human one. Next up are the Iron Maidens. So not the band, but the torture device, which if you've never seen one, it basically looks like a metal sarcophagus uh, with spikes inside of it. And then you would close that in on somebody. Iron Maidens uh, never existed. They first start to show up in the 1800s for these fake museums where people would go around and the museum was called like Curiosities of Ancient History or something like that. They're, they're total forgeries. Next is I before E except after C. So there's kind of a couple things here. For one, the rule is actually three to one the other way. Uh, e comes before I in most words, like neighbor, slay, Keith, counterfeit, so on and so on. But there's actually an added part to this that people almost never remember. The full thing goes I before E except after C when pronounced, or sorry, unless pronounced A as in neighbor and way. So they have the exception built into the full thing. But even if, even if we take into account that exception, so we're in words that are not doing the A pronunciation, there still are some exceptions. So it's just not an absolute rule by any means. Next on true fact is that trees give us oxygen. Uh, yeah, this really isn't true. Trees, like us, have mitochondria. And so they require oxygen to break down the sugars that they have to extract energy. And on balance, trees use pretty much all of the oxygen that they make. We get the vast majority of our oxygen from microscopic photosynthesizers that are in the oceans. So in other words, if all trees disappeared from Earth, the concentration of oxygen in the atmosphere probably wouldn't change by very much. Now, that being said, it would be very bad for a lot of reasons if all trees disappeared from the planet. Next up is the story of George Washington and the chariot tree. So you've probably heard he cut down a tree and uh, he, his father found out about it. And George Washington said, father, I cannot tell a lie. I'm the one who chopped down the tree. And his father was so impressed with his honesty, so on and so forth. 
Uh, this never happened. The story was written by a guy named Parson Weems in a biography titled The Life of Washington, and it was published in 1808. Washington died in 1799. In that book, he also claimed that Washington threw a silver dollar over the Potomac River. And there's two big problems with this. Silver dollars didn't exist when George Washington was young, and the Potomac River is a mile wide at Mount Vernon. So these stories are what we call hagiographies. They're idealized, uncritical biographies. Next on True Fact is oranges. They're not really orange, not on the outside. So many oranges, when they are perfectly ripe, they actually have green skins. They do a little bit of photosynthesis. But in order to make them look orange, when they're picked, they're then sprayed with ethylene gas. And the ethylene gas triggers the cells inside the skin of the orange to start to die. And then they turn orange. This is exactly the same phenomenon when the broad leaves in the fall change color and go orange. Next up is Viking helmets. Uh, they never had horns on them, so the Minnesota Vikings are lying to you, and so are opera singers. Our final fact that isn't true is the three wise men. So I'm not arguing that the three wise men never existed and that the story is entirely made up, although I do think that it probably was. But actually, it just flat out doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that there were three wise men. The Gospel of Matthew is the only gospel that mentions them, and they're called magi, but there's no number given. Uh, it just says that they brought three gifts, and so people have assumed for whatever reason that that means there were three of these magi or wise men that each brought one gift, but nowhere in there does it say how many of them there were. Thanks for listening.